found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday edition of Tidbits. This the 21st day of June. And at some point today, the official arrival of summer, I'm not sure what time. Ah. Because there's always a, a set time when it officially arrives. Matthew may do a little research on that, although he's truly ill-prepared I'm today. very ill-prepared today. <laughs> Doesn't have any of his normal equipment. Oh. So he... I was getting ready to leave this morning, <laughs> and I'm like, where's my backpack? Where's... Then I get kind of panicky. Yeah. Did I like leave it outside? Did I, you know? Pretty sure it's my my uh, office. Worse yet, stolen. I mean, that would be the that'd be the worst the, the worst case scenario. Yeah. So hopefully it's left where you just left it, and you'll find it later today. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Uh, let's see here. What time does summer start? Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's see here. Uh, Could have already happened. Sometimes stuff arrives very early in the morning. Sometimes it's later. uh, Wednesday, June 21st at 2.57 UTC. Okay. Which is? Which UTC stand for? I don't know. (laughs) Understand Uh, time correctly? Is that There we go. So anyway, that's... UTC time okay. is 10.23. Okay. Right now. Right now. Coordinated universal time. Okay. So I guess in about uh, four hours, it officially arrives. That's the... Oh, UTC, UTC, <laughs> UTC time is the local time at Greenwich, England. Okay. So it's... Greenwich. Yeah. Well, we always learned is Greenwich mean time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's UTC. Again, that was a very useful piece of information we got in school. Yeah. <laughs> With all the other great stuff. So they're four hours ahead of us, is okay. that correct? Yeah, so, I'm... so if it's 2.57, what would that be here? 10.57? Yeah. So there you go. There we go. At least that's what we think. Could be the opposite. We don't. <laughs> it you know? could be. Who knows? But we'll officially call it then. We made a rule a long time ago. We break it occasionally. Yeah. Never do math on the air. <laughs> Never. So not one of our not one of our best qualities. <laughs> Never do math on the air. So last night, of course, you were back at the Miami County 4-H Fair. Yep. Anything uh, happened last night to you? You know, it was windy. Number one, okay, it was windy, really windy, yeah, very windy. Um, the the kid next door to me, who's selling the popcorn, was okay. getting so frustrated. Oh no! Because the wind was just tearing his stuff up i mean it was he was so mad he was so frustrated you know popcorn doesn't weigh a lot and i well i feel bad i mean i felt <laughs> terrible for him you know and he just got he was getting angrier and angrier oh, as no. the night went on and you know well, what do you what do you do man you know like what do you what do you do so if you if you go out there and there's a kid selling popcorn and he talks about you know he's got nachos canned drinks go buy some would you just help the guy out it's like five bucks i mean come on so was the wind prohibiting sales for him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know if the wind was prohibiting sales, but it was certainly putting him in a foul mood. So I felt bad for him. So keep an eye out for the popcorn selling kid. Yeah. 
should be pretty close to where Matt is. Right, <laughs> okay, right so, next door. Right so next if door. if you find him, yeah. you'll find Matt. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be out there again tonight. And you know what? I met, I mean, gosh, Miami County Fair is so welcoming to us. You know, because they, they just are. I, I met so many people last night yeah. that listened to this show. Is that right? Yeah. And thanks. <laughs> thanks for Dale, listening. Dale, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, I met, I mean, uh, just a, a ton of people that, that listen to this show in particular. And, you know, I tune in, whatever, you know, you take me from here to here. And, How about that? And it's just, I don't know, maybe it's where I'm at in my life right now, but it's just, it's, it's cool to think that what we do, it matters, I guess. That yeah. if we can bring a smile to someone's face, have a chuckle in the morning, then, then we've done okay. You're at that point in life where you appreciate that. Yeah. Where you're bitterly angry and, and spouting <laughs> off. Okay. You're at that age. It's one or the other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I you know. I appreciate the uh, the kind words and you know people coming up and saying hi. So and you know you've got feelings for the poor popcorn kid. Gosh, I didn't feel bad for him. <laughs> Hang in there, popcorn kid. <laughs> now they they say there's hope of finding the crew on board the missing sub now in the uh, Titanic shipwreck. The hope has grown after rescue groups reported likely signs of life. Banging sounds, you know, you kind of hit the pipes yeah. or whatever. You, back in the old day, it yeah. was the pipes on the ship. Yeah. A Canadian aircraft that is part of the search mission heard banging at 30-minute intervals. And uh, that's uh, in the area where the submarine disappeared. The president of the Explorers Club confirmed in a social media post that there is cause for hope in a statement, he said, we have a much greater confidence that there is cause for hope based on data from the field. We understand that likely signs of life have been detected at that site. Now, it's unclear when the banging sounds were heard, and officials have not confirmed the reports or said they found that crew. Right. But again, they disappeared Sunday, and yeah. they've got 96 hours of air, according to what we've you know heard. Mm-hmm. It lost power with no working propellers, lights, or heating. It says the passengers will be in total darkness in temperatures of about 37 degrees. Good Lord. So, again, that's if, you know, did you take your fur coat with you on the Gosh. trip? You know, I'd, Yes, love <clears throat> You know, <laughs> you know the howls. Because you got to about be a howl to be on this. Uh, yeah. So. For some reason, Ocean Gate Expeditions, the company that runs the tours of the Titanic, took eight hours to even call the Coast Guard Sunday. So they lost eight hours immediately by delaying. Now, this isn't good. Man. Experts say the crew on the Ocean Gate sub only have a slight chance of survival. A former nuclear submarine commander for the U.S. Navy said, quote, I'd say their chances are 1%. 1%. My gosh. And the commander compared the rescue to trying to find a minivan in the Titanic's wreckage. 
Once they find the sub, they have to get it up to the surface, which means either freeing it if it's lodged in the Titanic. Experts believe it's sitting on the bottom of the ocean, which is out of reach for a rescue. Dang. So, again, you you know, it's just somebody's in there banging, so Uh, they're alive. Yeah, yeah. But 1% is what he says. You know this is going to be a movie. And they're just going to imagine what they were doing while they're in there. Right. You know. Right. And maybe they will. You know, maybe there's Maybe a miracle know, can happen and they bring it I mean, if there's 1%, up, man, there's hope. There's, there's still, yeah. But, I mean, gosh. But, you know, that's very deep there. It, yeah, it you is. You know, I mean. I mean and, these, are, these are specially made, yeah. purpose-built subs. And it's, man. You know, because, and the Titanic actually went into a ravine. It yeah, right, remains. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know, I guess there's just all kinds of issues down there. But anyway, I, I just can't believe, I if I had the money, I I wouldn't want that trip, you know, because well, I'm thinking something like this is going to happen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you're one of the lucky few that go down there and survive, I mean, you've seen something that very few have ever seen in person. So billionaire. Hamish Harding, okay. French explorer Paul and Henri Nargillet, Ocean Gate CEO Stockton Rush, and Shazada Daywood, a UK-based board member of the Prince's Trust charity, wow. and his son Solomon, Solomon Daywood. Okay. They're all reported to be the people stuck in the sub. So there's only two that would be the passengers, so to speak. The other three, I would presume, are affiliated in somehow with the mission anyway. So they're only making a half a million off this voyage. <laughs> if those two, the father and you, son, are the passengers. I, I would say. How do you, you think there's that? three? Well, you have. Is there only one crewman? I think so. Okay. All right. The uh, Ocean Gate CEO, Stockton Rush. Okay. He's the CEO. Yeah. He's down there. Yeah. He's a CEO and driver. Okay. Wow. I don't know, man. I just... I know, and that's just speculation. I don't know, you know, but it sounds like yeah. the rest of them are... So that'd be a $1 million tour. Yeah. If that's the case. Yeah. Because it's two hundred and fifty grand a piece. I just... There's something about the Titanic that I've always felt, you know, it's just the... Anytime you learned about it in history mm-hmm. and you talked of it, it, it just seemed it just seemed so ill-fated. You ever been to the uh, Titanic Museum experience? No, I know you it, did. It's really cool. Yeah. You would love it. Down in there's, Pigeon there's Forge, a few, there's down, a few down around that area. Yeah. Because you get, you know, if if you go to one of those seminars. <laughs> you get tickets. <laughs> or cash. That When I was oh, down yeah. there, I got some cash. Really? Okay, yeah. And... I sat through this seminar. They still do those. I, I don't know. There's no way, right? We got We're this guy that. on the radio now. If you got a timeshare, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to, he'll get, help you get rid of it. I'll <laughs> get you out of your timeshare because <laughs> they're crooked. Because once you get it, you're there. Yeah, I you're mean, you know, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> but I just, I don't know. It's just something about that. It just seems like stay away from it, you know? And I know they've taken some collectibles off the, you know, from yeah, it. Yeah. But it's just one of the, just let it be. You know, I mean, I 
it took him forever to even find it. But we have this fascination with it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Because it was unsinkable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was unsinkable. Yeah. And it's maiden voyage. Yeah. It goes down. You know, it's just one of those stories. We'll uh, come back with more tidbits. Talk about the homeless when we return. The information I have, Matthew, says that one out of three homeless people reside in California. No kidding. Yeah. Dang. And, you know, if you've wow. been anywhere to a larger area, you see yeah, homeless. I mean, it's all over the place. So I can't imagine. But Man. we'll uh, hit on that and more tidbits coming up. This is Tidbits. It is Tidbits on a Wednesday, a hump day. And this hump day also brings the first official day of summer. This, um, as I made mention going into the break, nearly one-third of all people who are homeless in the U.S. live in California. And again, that's a very expensive state to live in. That is crazy. So if something goes wrong in your life and you lose income, I presume it's just dismal. It reveals 50% of all unsheltered people in the country who may or may not have a car to sleep in live in California. Wow. Almost 90% reported that the cost of housing was the main reason they could not escape homelessness. Now, if you have a car, wouldn't you just drive out of the state? You know, I, I mean, really? I mean, if you think about it, yeah. you know, get some gas money, yeah. you know, whatever, and get out of there. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, you would think. The study encompasses findings from nearly 3,200 surveys. So where do you go? Well, a cheaper state. Like what? Like what's cheap out there, though? Well, you got to come east. (laughs) You got to get out of there. Everything around there is super expensive. You're going to have to come to the Midwest. You're just going to have to. So so what you're saying is come to the Midwest. Yeah. We will welcome you. That's right. All who are weary. (laughs) We'll take you. We'll take you in. Starting in it's, Iowa, just just it's just, yeah. From there, you know, you're, you'll get better housing rates. Yeah, of course, you'll have to find another gig, right? Unless you work remotely. Yeah, that's true. I suppose that it says 365 in-depth interviews with adults experiencing homelessness across that state between October of 2021 and November of 2022. Also on the list, Florida. New York and Washington with high rates of homelessness last year. So you don't want to go north because Washington. Yeah. I presume it's the state. It doesn't say D.C. But uh, again, you go to any larger city and you see it. You you really do. You know, just now, you know, how many of them are legit? Because, you know, they're scammers. And we do. We do have it here, too. We have it in our own community. We do. Yeah. I I see someone always in their car. I know, I know they're staying in it. Yeah, you know, and it's just. And we have some people that um, just kind of plop down and make a makeshift, almost like campsite. Yeah. And you know, this time of year, it's a little easier, I suppose. But um, anytime, I just can't imagine. And I've never experienced it, and you know, I always complain about you know my wages. But at least I, you know, I survive. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So 
Anyway, that's just unbelievable in California. Yeah, that's crazy. And there's a whole side to um, to people that, that have various social media channels that kind of document how they live in cars and what it's like and what their day-to-day routines are and all this stuff. I mean, if you, you know, there's just not much room in there. No. You know? And to think that you spend any great length of time living in there mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then I suppose you go to various places to try to bathe or whatever you do. Basically, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. Laundry. Yeah. <clears throat> all that stuff. It's just, I don't know. And then, you know, I guess down the spectrum from that, there's there's a, a growing number of families that will sell everything they own and buy one of those, like, you know, super RVs mm-hmm. and then just drive the country. And that's how they, they homeschool their kids and they just go from place to place to place. And How do they have money to survive? Have they saved? I, I think some of them still work maybe remotely. Okay. Because, um, you know, I yeah. mean, there are many things you can do with a computer, you know. So. Right. I'd, that'd be interesting. But again, look at the cost of gas and how big those tanks are. Right. You know? Right. Imagine how much you're paying for a, 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 a fill-up. Probably around here near a month's rent. If yeah. you If you think about it. Yeah. You know, because our... Rent around here is five, six hundred, probably somewhere around there on average. I'm presuming now. So just to fill one of those puppies would be unbelievable. They take are they diesel or are they gas? Well, gas. Base it on gas, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of gas RVs. They're not all diesel, are they? I I don't know. That's I don't hear them go. You know how diesel sound? They don't sound like that, Matt. That should roll it into the campground. <laughs> 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 and maybe you're you're burning cooking oil. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and you smell like a french fry upon arrival, you know, you make the other campers hungry. <laughs> but but yet you know, I mean and I don't know. I've not even paid attention to gas prices locally. You know that's how right, you know. Okay, so this this immediately I just said I'm going right, to gallon of gas. Go. All right, here we go. And an RV. Here we and go. it says the typical <laughs> diesel RV. Okay, diesel. All right, so maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Equipped with a 90 gallon fuel tank. 90 gallon. The average gas fueled RV. All right, here we can go. Can usually there hold are. up to 80 gallons. All right. So based on gasoline. Yeah. 80 gallons. 80 gallons. So let's do. Uh, let me bring up my calculator here. Well, if you just round it off to four bucks a gallon. So what's what's gas right now? Is, is it like three? Uh, I don't. Three sixty nine is that where we're at. I'm just using four as an easy figure. Three hundred and twenty bucks to to fuel it if it's plum dry. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then what's it getting per mile? Mm-hmm. You know. How far will that get? You? Yeah. You know, it's just. I'm sure they're not economical. You know. When Grandpa gets off and calls me chief after his long journey, <laughs> he's probably happy that he got eight uh, miles to the gallon. Uh, right. Hey, chief, we did really well this time. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Grandpa calling you chief? <laughs> so, <laughs> so again, you know, I mean, that's still pretty expensive. Yeah, it is. You got to keep that in there and all the maintenance, various things you got to do. So. 
it's just not cheap to live any way you try uh, to live, really. Uh, let's see. The standard RV. All right, here we go. Will average about 10 miles to the gallon. Okay, 10. The size of your RV can have a positive or negative impact on fuel economy. So. Okay. So you're averaging 10. You've got 80 gallons. Yeah. So you're getting about 800 miles to a tank. That's if you're taking it to bone dry and you're yes. really risking it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So there you go. We've learned something. We have. And then we've got several teenagers here that tried to light sticks of dynamite inside a grocery store in Philadelphia. Do what? Sticks of dynamite. Where are they getting dynamite? <laughs> you tell me. Police say security called to report three teenagers, roughly 16 to 19, wearing all black clothing, trying to light up dynamite. The bomb squad did recover dynamite at the scene, but police say the suspects were able to escape. Police have uh, not said how many people were inside the business at the time of the incident. If you get that, uh, that's deadly. What are you doing? One stick of dynamite Gosh. could do an awful lot of damage. Uh, yeah. No physical injuries reported, thankfully. And they asked that anyone that may have information call police, of course. I just can't. Why are you? Man. Do they not have a clue? You ever watch the, you know, especially the cowboy movies when they've got nitro and how careful they are. <laughs> oh, geez. We're in the check wagon. Right. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, man, you move it too like much. It's super unstable, you know. It's going to blow. <laughs> It's usually in the cowboy movie. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that you got to be very careful. Yes. Because that goes into making of dynamite. Right. And black powder and, you know. So, anyway, <sighs> don't let your kids mess around with dynamite. How, how do you get a hold of dynamite? That's my I, question. I you, where, are you, where are you getting it? <laughs> I mean, it just can't be anywhere. You know, you're not going to Walmart and buying dynamite. I mean, it. You go. There's a special section. There's the guns, weapons, ammo. Oh, there's dynamite. <laughs> it's. I just don't. You know. Did you know the guy that invented dynamite is uh, the guy? His name is Alfred Nobel, and that's what the Nobel Prize the prize is, that right? is named after. Yeah. So if you win a Nobel Prize in chemistry or whatever, it's named after him. There you go. So another wrinkle that we just gained before we end our program on this. Wednesday. Yes. You'll be here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow. I'm Not Friday. Friday. And uh, so we'll do it again tomorrow then. Okay, then. I'll see you then. All right. See you, buddy. Take care. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.